0: Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today I'm going to talk you through eight steps to supercharge your brain to cognitive function. So one of the big things I'm about is uh, ultimate performance in terms of your physique, your physical capabilities, but also your mental performance, so you can perform better in work, be more successful with your family, make more money, be whoever you want to be, and that all comes down to brain and mental performance, which is incredibly, incredibly important. So we're going to go through eight steps today to supercharge your brain in terms of cognitive function. Now when it comes down to cognitive function there are four aspects of uh, functioning cognitively. Now what are these four functions? So firstly we have perception, we then have attention and then we then have memory and then we have decision-making and then technically a fifth one which is language comprehension um, and these are all different skills and different uh, attributes we can have in terms of the way our brain functions and the way our brain thinks ultimately. So we're going to look through eight different ways here to really try and optimize those. So number one, as an overall, is taking care of your physical health. Now, what do I mean by this? Is probably getting your body fat down to a level where you're going to be in an optimal hormonal profile. So for men, it's probably going to be very much looking like around 10 to 12% body fat or 10 to 14% body fat is superb. Uh, for women, it's going to be a little bit higher than that because women tend to hold a little bit more body fat naturally. And having your health in a very strong point in terms of from a physical point of view is very very important now one of the things that i'm big into as well is obviously longevity now one of the bigger reasons people die of quote unquote old age now what actually happens when people die from old age is uh this we'll call granny sue for example granny sue she um is old she's feeble and she falls over and then she breaks her hip because she doesn't have the physical strength actually stand up and maintain her structure very well she loses balance she falls over breaks her hip she then ends up in hospital and then she ends up having some sort of complication from whatever procedure and it gets an infection and eventually passes away and basically dies from old age now this is obviously completely preventable if we don't if we stop this process at point one which is don't become physically weak so we want to make it sure that we take care of our physical strength make sure we keep doing resistance training make sure we keep eating correctly look after our body, and then it will have a big impact in terms of longevity, but also in terms of cognitive performance. So that will make a big difference. Point number two, managing high blood pressure. Now, this is going to be very much related into uh, something we'll talk about a little bit later on, which is managing stress. Stress? Stress? Stress. Don't get stressed when you get stressed wrong. Uh, Managing stress. So managing high blood pressure can be done via a couple of different things. One of the best ways you can do this, firstly, is I'd suggest everyone gets a full blood panel done, so you can see your uh, hematocrit levels so your hematocrit is the level of viscosity of your blood basically how thick it is if your blood uh, hematocrit goes too high then one of the things you can do to actually help improve this is actually giving blood now giving blood not only saves lives but also helps in terms of um, filtering cleaning your own blood for you now why does this happen because we're removing blood from our system and then it's forcing our body to create more new red blood cells which will replace the blood we've given. So this is something that's very good for, for you and also to help save other people. So I would very much suggest that. And it also helps get your blood pressure down. Some other great tools in terms of reducing blood pressure. Uh, secondly, for bigger guys, if you notice when you're lying back, back on your back when you're sleeping at night that you snore, use a nasal strip. Another other good um, tips, if you wake up with a dry mouth and your mouth breathing, Use nasal strips, and this will make a big difference in terms of your blood pressure. Why is this? Well, around seventy to eighty percent of your nitric oxide production comes through your nasal cavity. Now, nitric oxide is a uh, something that we get from breathing in, and that's basically something that which is a vasodilator, which means that our blood vessels will relax, um, which will then reduce our blood pressure. Very, very important. If we're not breathing through our nose when we're sleeping, this is going to very much limit this, and it's going to increase our um our uh hypertension, so basically the amount of blood pressure we have. Um it's also has a big impact in terms of our nervous system. So we have our parasympathetic and our sympathetic nervous system. And what happens is when we are um mouth breathing all the time, our body's in a stress state. So if you think about it, when you're if you sit there and you just nasal breathe and you breathe in for five seconds, you breathe out for five seconds, this has a very calming effect on our system and the way our body works. However, if you think about when you're exercising really hard, you end up mouth-breathing, that puts your body very much in a fight-or-flight state. Now, when you're sleeping and you're mouth-breathing, it almost puts your body in a fight-or-flight state, state constantly, which is going to, again, have a elevated blood pressure risk. So that is a very easy tool. The third thing I'm going to suggest in terms of managing high blood pressure is going to be high-intensity interval training in terms of cardiovascular work, where we take our blood, blood, uh, sorry, blood, our heart rate very, very high, we then rest for a period of time, we try to get the heart rate to drop back down as quickly as possible, and then we go up again, and then we go down again, and we probably we look to repeat that um, in terms of interval training. So that's a very effective method to managing blood pressure and helping reduce that as well. The other thing, obviously, is reducing body weight. So if we're carrying a lot of body fat or excess weight, that will have a negative Im- impact in terms of uh, managing high blood pressure. So all of these things tend to be very, very interlinked. Now, managing high blood pressure has a very poor negative effect in terms of the way our brain thinks and the way we can actually um, almost like slows down the thought process we have so that's something you really want to try and get a handle on um, and also I think in particular from cognitive function I think the big part aspect of that struggle, you you tend to struggle with is actually focus I think if you've got very high blood pressure you find it difficult to pay attention for a long period of time so I, I would suggest that's something you really want to get addressed it's one of the main things we really help clients with in terms of yes we help people get shredded and build muscle and have more energy have better sex lives all these things but it's also in terms of improving their their overall health and then all these other pieces the jigsaw then slot together so that's point number two is managing higher blood pressure point number three is eating healthy foods and eating the correct food for brain function so there's some of the best foods we can have in terms of brain function number one would be fatty fish so they can be full of like omega-3s, which are really good to build the brain and the nerve cells. And these cell, these uh, fats are essential for learning and memory. So um, I personally recommend taking the Nordic oils, uh, omega omega fish oils, um, very, very good quality. So I take those in the a.m. and the p.m. And I take 10 grams, so that's 20 grams of the day. I have to personally um, obviously allocate that into my calories for the day because that's quite a lot. So that's 180 calories from fish oils and that's something you want to bear in mind, but fatty fish is great to have, so things like uh, wild salmon, uh, you can have trout, uh, albacore tuna, herring, sardines, all of these things are great and and really rich in omega-3 fatty acids, which are phenomenal for brain health. Number two, something I'm also a very big fan of, and that's coffee, so um, the two main components of coffee that are helpful in this situation are caffeine and also antioxidants um, that can support and help brain health, so... Caffeine has the few following f- positive effects on the brain. So it increases alertness. So caffeine keeps your brain alert by blocking adenosine. adenosine can't pronounce that. Um, which is basically a chemical messenger that makes you feel sleepy. Also improves your your mood. Um, and through that, caffeine may also boost some of your feel good neurotransmitters such as dopamine. So caffeine is a big, big one. I'm a big fan of. And it also sharpens your concentration. So one study found that c- uh, caffeine consumption led to short term improvements in attention alertness in participants completing a cognitive test which is obviously what we're trying to prove here and also one thing which I'm actually concerned about um, as we age and meet personally is actually uh, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and the largest risk reduction was seen in those adults who were drinking uh, three to four cups of coffee a day were people from Alzheimer's and Parkinson's so there's a very clear correlation here between caffeine intake um, from the high amount of concentration of antioxidants helping with these sort of Brain diseases essentially. Next up, another one that if you're a current TJ coaching client, you'll know this is probably very much in your plan is blueberries. So blueberries provide huge amounts of uh, health benefits, and they have a a huge amount of antioxidants, and they're very, very anti-inflammatory. And what we really want to do is have an anti-inflammatory and uh, uh, diet. Now, antioxidants act um, both against oxidative stress and inflammation, and conditions that can contribute to brain aging, and also your brain almost like Degenerating essentially. Um, and some of the antioxidants in blueberries have been found to accumulate in the brain and help improve communication between the brain cells. Um, according to one re- review of 11 studies, blueberries could actually help improve memory and improve cognitive function in children and also older ad- adults. So, having some blueberries throughout the day, like if you have them with your porridge, if you have them like even just as a snack, uh, adding throughout the day is going to make a big, big difference in terms of helping that. Number four would be turmeric. So turmeric is a something you have in a lot of curry powders, something you see in a lot of Asian cuisine. And we have a stronger, more purified version of this cur- uh, curcumin, which is one of the big health supplements we recommend for clients. And um, again, very strong in terms of fighting off antioxidants, uh, sorry, in terms of antioxidant benefits. And it also has reduced symptoms of depression and also Alzheimer's disease. And another big one that I would suggest we want to be looking into here, which... I'm going to wrap this up because I go through foods all day long, would be just anything with a lot of healthy fats in it. So we're looking at like eggs, nuts, even dark chocolate, which has a lot of antioxidants in it. So again, clients who are working with us at the moment, if you listen to this, the reason we want a 90% um, or greater cocoa content is because it has a high amount of polyphenols, flavonoids and antioxidants, which again are great for brain health and also um, immune system function, which is very important and very closely linked cognitive function so that's healthy foods pretty much covered up and wrapped up so those are some of the top tips and some of the snippets of foods we add into clients plans to help them that they don't actually realize this isn't necessarily the goal we have put them in there to improve brain function because again the better your brain can function the better your body can function the better results you'll get and this is very much what we're here to do is to help you become the greatest version of yourself and that's what we do at CJ Coaching. Uh, next up we have after that is being physically active so You don't have to go in the gym every day, crush it, doing deadlift squats, all this other stuff. Like today, it's uh, 30 degrees in the UK. I'm looking out the window, and it's incredibly sunny and very, very nice. So be physically active. You don't have to go to the gym. Even just going out for a walk, getting inside nature, that's very, very important in terms of helping you be active. So one of the big things is just having blood flow. So getting blood actually moving around the body and getting blood moving around the brain. And stimulation like that has a big, big effect. I also personally think a lot of that's down to the fact that if you're increasing your heart rate and you're exercising more, your breathing rate's increasing, you're actually increasing the amount of oxygen going into your brain, which again is going to help with cognitive cognitive function and improve performance in terms of your work output. So, which is why one of the things I'm a fan of actually is doing some form of exercise first thing in the day, uh, probably before breakfast, because it helps to just get almost like the synapses in your brain firing. So, Point number four would be being physically active. Number five would be keeping your mind active. Now, the best example I always think of this is when you see, um, say for example, businessmen, they retire at say 65, or people who work for companies retire at 65, and then they decline really quickly. Now, this is because their mind's not active and they're not actually like using their brain. You have to think like your brain is like a muscle almost. You have to keep it firing, keep it under challenges, keep it almost under load, and obviously what's keeping stress down. And you will keep it like alive and keep it growing. So, which is why, so to be fair, like doing things like um, crosswords and quizzes are great, but uh, not that I'm a fan. But things like that that can give some sort of stimulation, challenge to your brain is very, very important. So, keeping your mind active, reading is another great one. Just keep opening up almost the thought processes of your brain and keeping learning. Incredibly important to keep those four to five cognitive functions that we need to have a successful and happy life. Now, number six, we're gonna say staying connected and with like social activities. So, human beings, we are social creatures, and I think this is anyone listening to this right now will agree that one of the big challenges of the last 12 to 18 months has been the lockdowns we've had all over the world, and we can suddenly see how like these situations have, have such a big negative effect on terms of our well-being mentally and physically because we are social creatures. We're supposed to stay together. We're supposed to talk to each other. We're supposed to bond. Um, so it's very important that you stay connected with things maybe outside of work. You stay connected with friends, family. You see people, you shake people's hands, all these things that we're not supposed to do because of COVID crap. Like These things are very important. and I think we only appreciate those once they've been taken away from us. So staying connected with those around us and the other people in the world, not through social media and Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, but actually in person, has huge value. So one thing I ask everyone to do today, if you're listening to this, just reach out and try and connect with one person to say maybe you haven't spoken to for a while. Like I met with an old friend of mine the other week and I hadn't seen him for years and I lived with him for a while and I felt so enlightened after having seen him that it just made me feel and happier as a person and my brain lit up like we're talking about old memories and all these things we used to do and it's really really important you do that so that's something I'd really suggest and that rolls in quite nicely into point number seven managing stress so stress is a silent killer the number one cause of death in men under the age of 45 is actually suicide and stress is obviously the big component here um, I recently have had some very challenging things going on in my personal life so I've just come back from taking a few days out in Cornwall And I cannot tell you how a change of scenery has made such a big difference in terms of my mental performance and my brain, just like brain dumping all this crap that was in my mind and had a huge impact. So managing stress is very important. Another great tip I'd recommend is speaking to a psychologist or a therapist if you can do. Uh, I work with a guy called John Fleming, who I speak to every month, who has a big impact in terms of just aligning my values in terms of the way I think in life to what I want. And that helps me very much see the wood through the trees or trees through the woods, whatever the expression is, because a lot of the times it's very easy to see, we only see the things in front of us day to day and we get so drawn into the minute details that we need to look at the bigger picture in life. So one thing I'd suggest is, for managing stress, is speaking to someone, a problem shared is a problem halved, I think is the expression, so I would suggest that highly and that will help your brain function better, almost like clear out the cobwebs and keep it as a well-oiled machine. And then number eight uh, would be reducing the risk to cognitive health. So we look at the obvious things here. So we're looking at like alcohol consumption, we're looking at smoking, uh, drugs, all these things. And the other thing I'm actually going to add into this is junk food. So great example of this is, I like Domino's Pizza, tastes awesome, makes me feel like shit. Actual horrendous. I feel like my brain can't function the next day. Um, now, a lot of the reason why our body feels like crap and our brain feels like crap when we've eaten crap because of an inflammatory response so we get a massive uh, amount of inflammation built up in the body and we also get inflammation in the brain now inflammation in the brain is why you have that feeling of like where well, you can't think straight you can't almost put like connect the dots you, you're all over the show so very very simple if you want to be you like the ultimate man or woman that you can be you want to perform optimally and you've got high important tasks that are valuable to you to be more successful make more money and build your ultimate physique Cut the crap, don't eat the junk food, it will not help you at all. Um, that's why I'm not a big fan necessarily of like the if, if it fits your macros dieting because yes, a calorie is a calorie, but just because you could eat 2,000 calories of bars a day and lose weight, do you think that would be the best thing to do? No. So that would be my finishing caveat for this. So these are the eight key points we really want to look through in terms of optimizing cognitive function. So one, taking care of our physical health. Number two, managing your high blood pressure three eating healthy foods four would be physically active five keeping your mind active number six staying connected with friends through social activities number seven would be managing stress number eight would be reducing your risk to cognitive health hope this was helpful insightful it's another killer episode of the shredder show here to help you become the ultimate version of yourself if you want any help with your own fitness transformation journey feel free to drop me a message on instagram or facebook or linkedin wherever suits and would absolutely love to help. Make sure you share this episode with a friend, leave us a five-star view on iTunes, and we'll see you in the next episode.